this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'one Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, Episode 87. The following is the recitation of Psalm 79, a.k.a. Perek or Mizmor Ayin Tet. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 79, Mizmor La'asaf, Elohim Ba'u Goyim, Benachalatecha, Tim'u et Hechal Kachecha, Samu et Yerushalayim Le'iim, Natnu et Nivlat Avadecha, Ma'achal le'of hashamayim. Besar chasidecha lechaito aretz. Shafchu damam kamayim. Sevivot Yerushalayim. Ve'en kover. Hayinu cherpa lish. Chenehu laag vakeles lis vivotenu ad ma Adonai teenaf lanetzach tivar kemo esh kin atacha. Shefoch Hamatra El Hagoyim Asher Lo Yedauha The Al Mam Lachot Asher Bitchimha Lo Karau Ki Achal Et Yaakov Ve'et navehu he shamu al tiskar lanu avonot rishonim maher yikadmunu rachamecha ki dalonu meod. Azrenu Elohe Yishenu Al Devar Kevod Shemecha Vahatsilenu Vechaper Al Chatotenu Lemaan Shemecha Lama Yomru Hagoyim Aye Elohehem Yivada Bagoyim Leenenu Nikmat Dam Avadacha Hashafuch Tavo Lefanacha Enkat Asir Kigodel Zeroacha Hoter bene 
Timuta Behashev Lishchenenu Shiv Atayim El Chekam Cherpatam Asher Cherfucha Adonai Vaanachnu Amcha Vitzon Mar Itacha Node Lecha Leolam Lidor Vador Nisaper Tehila Tacha Psalm 79 is another one in this series by or for Asaf. The theme for this Mizmor is the slaughter of God's chosen people and Yerushalayim being laid to waste, with the grim image of spilled blood running like water in the streets and the dead not being given the dignity of burial, while enemies laughed at our demise. Asking Hashem to redirect his anger and avenge those deaths, even if we don't deserve it, for his namesake. This psalm is customarily recited in a number of different places. Bear with me as I think it helps to get a better sense of the psalm. It is said on Tisha B'Av, along with Mizmor Kuf Lamed Zion, which is Al Naharot Bavel. Svardim have a minhag to say this as part of the keynotes, Lamentations, and also as the Shir Shel Yom, Song of the Day, on Shiva Sar at the beginning of the three weeks, all setting the mood for empathizing with the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash. It's also part of Tikkun Chatzot, where people wake up at Chatzot to pray for mercy about the destruction of Yerushalayim. Sukim Chet and Tet appear at the end of our Tachanun, asking Hashem to save us for the sake of the glory of his name and grant atonement for our sins. Then Pasuk Yud is used as part of the Aparachamim prayer on Shabbos afternoon, saying, Why should the nation say, Where has their God gone? Vindicate us by killing those who have killed us. Pasuk 6-7, Shafoch Chamatcha, that talks of Hashem pouring out his wrath on the nations that don't know you and the kingdoms that don't call to you and they destroy us. Uh, that is part of the Haggadah on Pesach, where we are seemingly evoking vengeance of Hashem. Pesach Yud Gimel, we are your nation, we are your flock, and we ask Hashem throughout the generations, we will recount your praise is the basis of the Modim prayer that we say in Shemona Esrei. In this series of Asaf's psalms so far, we have been brought along on a processing journey. Why bad things happen to good people, feeling abandoned, but starting to see how we might be responsible as well, recognizing that ultimately there is in fact justice in the world, a real recognition of how our actions affect our circumstances and others around us, learning to ask and not assume the worst and turning critique into curiosity, and learning that we don't need to see ourselves as the victim in all situations. Here, Asaf takes it to another level, 
and he describes the graphic scene of our worst fears coming to fruition, a scene which no one in the times of Yirmiyahu believed would come true after so many victories, despite Yirmiyahu the prophet's warnings, a scene of death and disconnection and the massacre of God's people. And yet, what does he say at the end, Asaf? That we are God's nation, that we are his sheep. Now, let me digress for a minute because being a sheep nowadays is not seen as a good thing. I recently saw a teacher post on social media about going back to school and stating how unfortunate it was that her students were like sheep and no longer were learning how to question authority and learn freedom and so she didn't wear a mask. Ultimately, she was asked to leave, and whatever you hold about masks isn't my point here, but simply the idea that she refused to be a sheep, specifically. What does that mean in her mind? I mean, what is at the core of that stance? It means, unfortunately, that there is a lack of trust in our government and leaders during this interesting point in our existence. Asaf is saying that he now trusts Hashem and understands that he was a good, caring shepherd, but the flock went astray and are being slaughtered, but he once again wants to be under the care of Hashem and is actively working to get back under his good graces, first by showing that he is still committed to him despite everything. This psalm should be another kinah, aka lamentation, but the introduction is the opposite of that. It's a mizmor, a song, that suggests some sort of joy. But this is one of the grimmest mizmorim we have seen and is recited in all the grimmest times. Rashi explains the medrash that says, there is an example of a king who is extremely upset for whatever reason with his son, who is getting married. And the king goes and rips up the son's chuppah canopy and throws him out. Later, when the king has mercy on his son, he feels good that he never would have actually caused harm to his son because then it would have been his nephew as his heir. And of course, he actually wants his son to be the heir, even though his son's actions in that previous moment were deplorable. So it's akin to Hashem ripping up the Beit HaMikdash, but he still has us and still wants us to come back. And the comfort slash joy is meant to be that, yes, lots of people were killed, but mainly it was the Beit ha- taken out on the Beit HaMikdash that was destroyed. And otherwise, we have survived as the nation of Hashem. So it seems that Asaf has done a 360. Not only is he not playing the victim, as he learned in the previous psalm, but where he could easily claim to be a victim of atrocities, he finds hope, joy, comfort, and connection by having built the skills to look at his situation from a different perspective. In his collection of psalms this far, Asaf has shown us that to cultivate this ability takes time, awareness, introspection, benefit of the doubt, owning responsibility, and seeking connection. He is guiding us to take the time and effort to cultivate these skills as well 
in our own daily lives and relationships. May we all be able to learn the skills needed to cultivate a sense of trust in the correct things, as well as joy and hope, even in the face of hardships, in order to stay on a good path that leads us to safe and healthy circumstances and relationships. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is for the merit that the fires in Israel and California cease starting and spreading and that no one gets hurt and that those who have been injured have a quick and complete healing and that those that lost belongings have all that they need. Stay tuned until after this quick break. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nursenisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining. Thank you.